0: Welcome back to the Tea with Tina. And today we have podcast number three. There are two topics that I will be talking about today that go hand in hand, and they are Is your fitness routine doing more harm than help? And why adults need play. So, the first topic we are going to talk about is Your fitness routine doing more harm than help? So, basically, in the fitness world, we're always praised for doing more. More days of working out. Use more weight. More sweat. Always more, more, more. But what about when there becomes a time that we physically cannot do any more? It's going to happen. You cannot keep increasing your weight. You cannot keep increasing your intensity. Um, even Olympic athletes, they have off seasons and... Um, they decompress, they take time to rest. Um, that's why we have days programmed like deload days. You'll hear that a lot from bodybuilders and such, um, where, or even weeks where they simply will um, just do less weight, do less work. It'll just be a lighter workout. Um, to, so they're moving still, but it's not as intense so their body gets a break. Um, there is one guy that I spoke to at my gym He is a power lifter and what he does, he says um, about every um, three months or so, he'll actually take a week or two off of the gym. He just won't work out at all. Um, this doesn't work for everybody, but there is definitely nothing wrong with taking a week or two, even a month off the gym. I know it sounds crazy, um, but sometimes our bodies need that because what happens is, is if you work out too much, you can um, get exhausted and burn out. Um, it, it looks different for everybody. Me, personally, I tend to be more of a sensitive person to this. I can't go balls to the wall with things, and I like to do that a lot. I'm either like 100% or nothing. Um, But over the years, I've learned to kind of manage my um, workout schedule and draw it back a little bit, um, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Now, um, going back to the idea that working out is just... Like anything in life, that you can't just do more, more, more. It's never gonna be a linear trend upward. Um, just like weight loss, weight loss is never a linear trend downward. You're going to have days where the weight will spike up a little bit, and then come back down. That's why we always say it's important to, if you can mentally handle it, to weigh yourself, um, every day and track the data points. I mean, if the number isn't necessarily your goal, you're just looking for overall health, then fuck. The scale but I'm all for if you want to collect data points about your weight you shouldn't space it out and do it once a week or twice a week because what if you step on the scale that day that the weight is going up because of water um, or you had a little bit more sodium and the weight on the scale is higher it's going to be discouraging but if you do it every day and you look at it as just a data point and if the scale goes up it's not a failure um, you average those numbers together, you will see that there's a downward trend if you are eating in a calorie deficit for you and, you know, all the variables are working out. If not, then that's a good indicator that you probably need to change something, whether that means um, eating less, bumping up the activity more, um, things like that. So that's that's why we kind of press that so much. But... Um, like you said, how how the weight loss goes up and down, our bodies will go through these phases of waves, you know? We might be at a high point where we're crushing our workouts, and then something happens. Um, like me, for instance, I moved across the state. If I move, I mean, there's part of me that was itching to work out, but... I was moving furniture. I was deep cleaning. I was going through stuff. Would it realistically benefit me to throw a workout in? Unless I really needed something like a stretch or a walk. Like we went out and hiked in parks. That's working out too. But for me to try to sit and do like a dumbbell workout. That's just. That's kind of silly. So. I focused on what I needed to get done at that time. And when I had the time to reintroduce working out. I'm slowly getting into it. Um. I've been enjoying at-home workouts a lot more through this pandemic, um, which, again, I think we'll get into that a little bit later, too, about how um, coronavirus and, like, being forced to stay at home has really changed my outlook on fitness, and I think it's changed a lot of other people's outlook on fitness. But back to those different phases again, um, some different phases you may go through, when you have more free time, you are going to be able to have that perfect fitness schedule. Um, One thing I can relate to that pretty well is if you are a fitness influencer, you got to remember, I mean, as awesome as some of these people are, that is their lives. Their goal is like they, they have to be fit. They have sponsorships that might require them to look a certain way. They're a part of contracts. I mean... Yes, they do work, but they stay at home a lot of the days so they can think up of workouts and they have time to work out. They didn't work like an eight hour desk job, you know, and then they have to come home and try to work out or come home and have a screaming baby and try to squeeze in a workout that way. Um, a lot. There are some people that have that extra free time where they can just do it. And they have a little bit more privilege. But there are some other instances. Like what about when you get older? Your workout is definitely going to change. You may obviously lessen the weights on your workout. You might do an entirely different type of workout altogether. You might do um, workouts in the pool because it's easier on the joints. You might choose to bike. Um going really at it if you get into a retirement home you know they might have different group classes or you might join a sport like tennis um coronavirus working out at home versus the gym I used to despise at-home workouts it's funny because I kind of I started with at-home workouts when I was in high school um one because I was afraid to go to the gym two a lot of the gyms you had to be 18 years old to sign up and I wasn't 18 yet so I did a lot of those on-demand Workouts with like Jillian Michaels, um, all that stuff, and they were pretty good. I liked them a lot, um, but in my opinion, it was hard to kind of focus on working out when you're at your house. I've kind of learned to get over that just being a trainer and training in the gym and, and having the right mindset. It, it obviously didn't happen overnight, but I've gotten over that, like, oh, I'm at home, I can just goof around. Like, I have a separate room in my new apartment. Um, That's an office and we kind of use that as an office slash home gym so I can just work out in there. There's nothing really distracting to me in there. Um, And I've kind of trained my brain to think, you know, working out is going to make me feel better. I always feel better after. Um, So it kind of makes me want to work out. So I have been really loving the at-home workouts because I have certainly been all over the place with that versus the gym. Um, the gym is good if you want weight or you're a power lifter or you're bodybuilding and you need, like, to work specific muscles to get a certain shape. Um, I mean, I've done, like, HIIT workouts. I've done more CrossFit-style workouts. I've tried to, like, lift heavy and do, like, the stereotypical, you know, three or four sets of ten, just keep building on that weight, push for, like, 200 pounds for your deadlift. Um, I've kind of been everywhere and I I've learned that my goals definitely do change throughout my life. Um for instance, when my husband was deployed, he I had ton, tons of free time. So I was in the gym at midnight. I was doing like 2-hour workouts, hanging out with people. I was sprinting just to get all that like stress out. Um and I, I, was, I was socializing with people. And then when he got home, you know, I wanted to spend time with him. So my workouts changed a little bit. Um, you know, I still work out in the gym. But, like, I, I like to keep my time my time. And while the gym is kind of, like, a nice relaxing place, I try to keep my workouts under an hour. Um, but, yeah, there are probably a lot of people who feel the same way as me with that working out at home versus working out in a gym and you can mix and match it's fine you don't have to do one or the other with gyms um, starting to open up at least when I'm recording this podcast I mean things are going to be a little bit different they're going to probably be letting in less people depending on where you're at um, like treadmills and cardio it's going to be every other one um, I'm not sure what they're going to do with certain strength machines they might do every other one but gyms are going to be different. Um, but if you crave that gym workout, you can do that. If you want to work out like two, three days a week at the gym and then, you know, do one at-home workout because you want more time at home or when it gets colder out and you don't feel like going to the gym when it's snowing and you want to do an at-home workout, that's fine. So you can mix and match, which is totally fine. Um, some other instances though, where your workouts might change throughout your life if you decide to have a baby totally gonna change um probably need to be doing more at-home workouts maybe even do some workouts with your baby as the weight and um working through an injury um if you worked out for a while, everybody at least has gotten some sort of injury. I feel um, I've never really gotten any serious injuries. It's been more kind of like inflammation based injuries um, or tight muscles. And you do have to modify your workouts. It sucks because you want to go like full swing, but as soon as you do that, that injury starts to act up. So you do have to modify. Um, Through that and it humbles you. So just keep that in mind. You got to be flexible because everything in life is going to change. It's always changing. So you just got to learn to adapt. Now on that note, I want you to actually, you know, kind of take a second to think about your current workout routine. Is your workout routine fitting for what you're going through right now? I'm not saying that you need to baby yourself. Because sometimes people do need a kick in the ass, you know, if you find yourself talking yourself out of the gym all the time, um, you know, dig a little bit deeper and think, why am I talking myself out of it? Are you afraid to start working out? Um, Are you lazy? (laughs) Do you have um, other habits that may be not as good, like playing video games or something like that, that are taking over your life where you might need to um, fit in some working out? Do you need to talk with a trainer to get your goals straight? Do you need to start with at-home workouts because you feel more comfortable there versus walking into a gym? Um, Those are some things to ask yourself. But if you do have a current workout routine, um, like how is your work schedule? Are you busting your butt at work um, just to come home exhausted so you can't find the time? Like, Would it be easier for you to get a workout in before You go to work bright and early. I know I can't. I literally hate working out before probably 8 or 9 a.m. Like, 8 a.m. is pushing it. I remember I I used to occasionally do it, like, mainly just cardio. And then the one day I worked out, like, I did a lifting workout at, like, 5 a.m. Right before my 6 a.m. trainer shift. And I literally got, I physically got sick. Like, runny nose, like sore throat sick and I was like yep I'm done I'm just not meant to do these early morning workouts um so that's just me though some people love it there's people that like 4 a.m or you might be working a night shift and you come right after your shift like that's just what it is for them I prefer like either that like later morning or even like nighttime workouts are okay for me um but another thing Are you eating enough throughout the day? Because if you're not eating enough, I mean, you're working out, you're burning more calories, you're going to be more hungry. Um, If you're not eating enough, you're not going to have energy to work out. Another trick around this is if you can't necessarily eat more, You should time your meals so you, you know, you get your carbs, a little bit of protein in before you work out. You don't want it right before, but maybe about an hour or so. Um, So that way you have energy to work out. So think about that too. Um, With your workouts, are you feeling drained and sore all the time? I mean, it is normal when you first start out to feel like extra sore and a little bit tired because, I mean, you haven't done this before. But if you're feeling that months and months and months down the road, you might be going too hard at your workouts. Um, You might not be stretching enough. You might not be allowing enough recovery time. So that's something to think about, too. Um, You may need to scale it back. So just some things to think about because we always think about adding more, but we never really think, hmm, maybe we actually need to be doing less. Because actually, if you do less, you might actually get your results that you want quicker. For me, um, for instance, with the pandemic, going back to coronavirus, I didn't even realize, I would say what I was doing at my job was okay, um, but I think it was holding me back just a little bit. I wasn't able to work at my full potential because here's what my schedule looked like. So I would work eight hours at my job as a trainer, so I'm on my feet, and I would say a good portion of the day, Usually about six hours worth because, yeah, you had some downtime in there. I was training people. So I was either mentally focusing on them. I was demonstrating moves. So in a way, I was kind of working out during that day, too. So I had a pretty active job. I would come in about an hour to two hours before my shift and do a workout Okay, so really at the end of the day, it was like a 10 hour work day. And obviously, there are people who do way more than that. But for me personally, waking up, making my breakfast, rushing to get my workout in, then working for eight hours a day, and then coming home, and then I ended up having an hour or two to myself, and then I went to bed. So, really, I would either just like watch TV, go to bed, or if it was my early day, I'd end up cooking dinner, watch TV, go to bed. That was a lot. That was a lot um, on me mentally, especially if you do that like five days a week. Um, With the pandemic, I mean, it made me realize how much I was going. And I have a lot more energy because I've been getting enough sleep and my sleep schedule isn't really messed up. And um, I still have been getting my workouts and I feel pretty good with that. My body has certainly changed as everyone's has. Um, interestingly enough, I've actually lost weight, but, um, I know a lot of that's muscle, but I've been feeling better, you know, clear minded. And I found for my body personally, like for someone who worked out like five, six days a week would run, like try to run two miles, which I know is not a lot for some people, but for someone who hates running, like, I'd do like two or three miles every day. Then I would lift and I'd do like high intensity, like killing myself every time. Um, Always over an hour, like an hour and a half workouts. I just couldn't keep up with it. So where I find myself right now, I'm at like three to four days. About an hour of working out and my cardio, I mainly just walk and I love it. I love the walking. I'll hike outside. I'll walk on a treadmill. I'll watch, I'll catch up on some YouTube videos or watch one of my favorite shows. Like that's some, that's good time for me. I enjoy it. Every now and then I'll throw in like an elliptical. or Maybe I'll run if I'm feeling extra stressed. It does help, but that's what works for me. So whatever works for you is fine because I've seen people that work six, They'll work out six days a week and they'll be totally fine. Or there's people that work out two hours a day and they're fine. Um, They're probably eating enough to compensate for that and they are probably recovering properly and their stress is probably low. Um, So all things to think about when you're doing your workout routine, if you're feeling off, you know, evaluate all those things that we just talked about and see like, should I be doing more? Should I be doing less? Do I need to prioritize my nutrition? Am I recovering enough? Like, am I taking time to just relax? Is my sleep good? All that stuff. Because in the end, it can be doing more harm than help um, for your health. And you don't want that. Now, like I said, these two topics kind of go hand in hand with the why adults need play. And this will probably... Factor into the one, you will have less stress, and two, um, it'll help with your recovery. So adults needing play, big, big topic, like I said, will help your recovery time and lower your stress. I believe that we don't really ever change from being a child. Honestly, we just become bigger, smarter children, right? Right. Um, society just decided to slap a label of when you turn 18 or when you turn 21, you're an adult. Um, in my opinion, the way I look at it is that they've determined that we have enough conscious and ability to choose, um, what we can and can't do with our bodies. Whether it be, you know, at 21, they recently just changed the smoking and, drinking alcohol. Um, When you're 18, it's, you know, signing up to fight for our country and shoot a gun. There's a lot of controversy in those things. But um, a lot of you may know that at this age, we don't really know what we want to do with our lives, especially on a topic when it comes to college. And choosing a career at 18, 21, many, many people go to college for something thinking they want to do it. And they end up either dropping out or changing their major more than once. Um, so that goes to show that, I mean, yes, we are smarter as we get older um, from our experiences. And we grow and develop. But I don't really think we ever change from being a child. I don't think anything significant changes our brains really don't stop developing until we hit about the age of 25 so I mean we're, you're still growing up until that point point. and if you ask anybody any adult will tell you that they are just winging it and if they say they're not they are lying to you because nobody really knows what they're doing um, you may have a plan but you know what you never know what life has in store for you nothing is certain And, um, you know, you're just kind of living your life hoping that things will work out. You don't even know if you're going to wake up the next day. And so you have to be thankful for when you wake up for a new day. Um, We're all winging it. We're all kids just learning and growing. And that is why we still need play. Like, why do we stop playing at, gosh, I don't even know. We'd really probably stop playing at like 12 or 13. Because once you hit teens, you kind of gear towards more teenage activities, which really isn't playing. Um, you're not really playing games as much. as not as cool, all that stuff. But I believe that in this fast-paced world, we need to stop for more play. Um, it's been proven, uh, plenty of studies have shown that um, playing regularly does help with age-related diseases, things like Alzheimer's, dementia, And overall, it just makes you a happier and healthier person, and it has been shown to increase your creativity and productivity. So a lot of businesses, good businesses, they'll actually allow for some time for you to play, whether it be um, a day of the week or maybe an hour or two a day. They will allow their employees to actually play. They'll have like a playroom. Um... Or they might just have like an hour where they can do whatever they want. Just depends company to company. And it has been shown to increase their productivity. So if you're feeling in a slump, kind of lost, overworked, exhausted, you might need to add more play into your day. Not like that little rhyme there. (laughs) So how can we incorporate more play? There are a lot of ways to do it one you can hold a game night with family or friends that's a common one that's pretty fun um you can even add some adult things like wine into it um but yeah trying to have like a family game night and you know what you don't have to have a thousand friends if it's just you and your partner or you and one other friend and you're playing together just something something where you guys can just play a board game play a game together whatever it may be Um, You can download apps on your phone, playing Candy Crush and things like that. Those kind of stimulate the brain, matching colors, um, seeing patterns, a simple game like that. Trying to add that every now and then is good as well. Um, Having some free time to decompress. And I know everybody's schedule isn't super freed up. Everybody's really busy. Um, but try to make time whether you have to wake up a half hour earlier you take 15-20 minutes for yourself at the end of the night an hour would be great but you know use time to color in a coloring book read a little bit play video games Uh, decompress even just to sit there and think whatever works for you another on that note about thinking um I wanted to add that meditating I feel like it's a really (sighs) skewed misconception when we hear meditating I always think of the monk you know he's sitting cross-legged or the buddha I'm not even sure that's terrible but yeah one of those guys sitting cross-legged and they're just sitting there quietly and yes that is one way to meditate but have you ever you know walked out in nature or you were reading a book um even just sitting there and you kind of got into this deep thought and all of your thoughts kind of start to get organized and you almost like are working through thoughts and I always like to say like your brain's like defragging like how your computer would defrag just breaking up everything that is a form of meditation um you don't necessarily have to be sitting still but when you recognize when your brain is going through all these thoughts and kind of organizing them that's meditating. A big one for me is when we go on road trips and the hubby drives. If we're sitting there for two or three hours, whether the music's playing or it's dead silent, I notice my brain will kind of shuffle through all of these thoughts that I've kind of pushed to the back of my brain and it sorts through them. That's why I love road trips. It's a really good release of thoughts. So just a note on that. Um, A couple other things though on how you can incorporate more play. Don't be so serious, okay? Um, Yeah, there's a time and place for seriousness, but try to find ways where you can joke around or be silly, um, play around in your everyday life. Nine times out of ten, if you're silly with good intentions around people, a lot of people like to join in and sometimes they need that laugh. Um, They might be more tense, you might be more tense than you realize. Like dancing in your room, you know, if you just want to put on some music and dance, that's fine too. Do what you want. Um, Finding hobbies that allow you to play, whether that be through like board games, chess, um, Dungeons and Dragons, (laughs) video games, um, sports, various sports. Go out there and try new things. Try to get a hobby um, that allows you to kind of have fun and play. And last but not least, I encourage you to just stay curious, act like a child, watch how other children act when they play and are being silly, and just be open to new things. You know, go out there in the world wide-eyed and curious and, and you know, question things and play around and have fun and Do the stupid thing when you're out on vacation that you think is stupid, but will actually be really fun. It'll be a good story. So just little things like that are ways you can incorporate more play. So, summarizing what we talked about. Is your fitness routine doing more harm than help? Check yourself. Are you overworking yourself? Are you overstressed? Kind of get that routine on lock. And... Um, if you are feeling stressed and you need more free time, you might need to add more play into your day because that is important as well. So get your fitness routine Long work hard, but not too hard and add a little bit of play. Like, isn't that the best advice ever? I'm telling you to work out less. And play more. So I hope you do that. Sometimes less is more. A lot of the times less is more. Um, I hope you enjoyed. that. This is just something that's kind of been on my mind the past couple days. And I wanted to get my thoughts out about it. Um, Let me know what you think. Let me know your experiences. Are you working out too much? Or have you kind of scaled back your workouts and you feel better? Have you found ways to add play into your day? Do you feel like you need to play at an end of your day? Let me know. Um, and thank you guys for listening again. We will be back next week with podcast number four. And that was today's Tea with Tina. I hope you guys have a great week. Bye bye now.